Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk Recorded live. As prior to the X-Men bring us in, welcome to the Thursday Night Comic Book Chat with Brothers Comics. I am your host, the producer. You guys don't know this, but this is actually the Sunday night, Thursday night comic book chat of Brothers Comics. Uh, as we weren't able to uh, get everybody together on Thursday night um, because of hashtag life, uh, we are getting together on Sunday night with my regular crew of mutants. On the line, my one mutant, it's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Meet you all, mutants. What's going on? <laughs> man, <laughs> ain't nothing, man. Mutants love chicken. All right, and then on the other line is uh, my other favorite mutant. It's We're not sure which timeline of Brother Beavis this is, this podcast, uh, but it's, it's it's Brother Beavis. It's original Brother Beavis. Uh, we're trying to keep old man Brother Beavis, old man Beavis on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's is old. good. I was yeah. laughing because I was thinking about like if you watch The Wire, like the number one male is the terminology I was introduced to. Uh, so like number one beauty, uh, <laughs> different conversation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna be like my two favorite bottom bitches tonight. Um, but I didn't <laughs> know that. You're right. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. Um, so yeah, we are here tonight, and we are going to talk about. Uh, we're going to run Kitty Pride a little bit first. Um, <laughs> we're also going to talk about Storm becoming leader of the Morlocks. Um, we're also going to talk about the introduction of Madeline Pryor as she makes her appearance in the books as we continue through Paul Smith's arc. Uh, and I, I was reading about him. And I know I told you guys to email him so we could try to get him on the podcast. Um, yeah. Like he, he has an 11-issue run. I mean, it's, it's short and to the point. Um, he didn't even make it a year. And... Um, <laughs> So yeah, it, it, but it is like a couple of classic stories, especially over the next six or seven issues or so. Um, the issue that we're starting with tonight is ep- ep- issue 168. Professor Xavier is a jerk. Uh, now we put it out on our Facebook page. I tweeted it out from New York City Comic Con. This gentleman dressed as Kitty Pride uh, at the front part of this book, turning to say <laughs> Professor Xavier is a jerk. By far, maybe the greatest cosplay of all time <laughs> yeah uh, original so who, very good yes yeah. whoever you are sir uh you get a standing uh brothers comics ovation uh, my goodness <laughs> sir you you really <laughs> earned it uh but the reason professor xavier is a jerk is that he has uh made the decision after he got his new body and once again, you were talking this shit and you had your no legs, dude. Um, <laughs> once he's gotten his legs, he's going to become a jerk again or continually to be a jerk. 
and he bumped Kitty down to the New Mutants, which two were also introduced in uh, in issue 167. Um, so she thinks that she deserves her spot with the big league team. Um, Professor Xavier thinks otherwise, and this issue is really um, her trying to get a push to prove herself there, and she goes through many different ways of trying to get that to happen, um, but her first go-to emotion is anger. And I miss anything, Brother Beavis? No, no. This this whole issue is like, it's the worst of all X-Men characters that come in. And like, she just goes, like goes at Professor Xavier, goes at Professor Xavier. And, you know, spoiler alert. And at the end, he's like, oh, actually, I never actually seen you do anything. Yeah, you can be an X-Men. This whole thing is just like, yeah, filler. Yeah, it is. If you had, if you had to blow one Paul Smith issue uh, on on Kitty Pride, that that was a mistake, right? Uh, the cover is yeah. great, by the way. As much as I dislike her, the cover for one thing yeah. is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, great. It uh, but we get the introduction, and we'll we'll spoil it at here in a second too. We get the reintroduction to some characters or some villains or some creatures that were kind of shitty. Back in the 150s as well, uh, with the Sidri or whatever, they're awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then also Lockheed the Dragon is going to make another appearance, uh, his more full formal appearance, and like getting onto the team too. Uh, Sandman, did I miss anything that you saw from the early parts of this book? No, you pretty much hit it straight up. Yeah, it's um, yeah. You mentioned the Sidri. Uh, they're they're one. I guess they had what, one other appearance. Yeah, back in the 150s or something like that. Yeah, they're, like you said, they're terrible. This is um yeah, this is a pretty much a character character development book. Just all the X Men talking a lot, and unfortunately, including Kitty Pride and uh, Ilyana, and um, a whole yeah. lot of uh, Xavier and. Um, Lalandra, oh my God, you know, Chris Claremont yeah. going crazy again, as we've said in the past. But uh, yeah, um, there's some good things in the book, but yeah, it's uh, very wordy. <laughs> we do and get uh, Professor X cosplaying as Big Hutch uh, in the, <laughs> with his socks. <laughs> <laughs> He's got him pulled up pretty high there. Let, let's look at some of the character uh, relationships here. Um, Wolverine is about to break camp again for Canada. Um, and we won't see him again, and the next time we do see him, he'll be in Japan, uh, but he's leaving for Canada. I think this is actually the start <laughs> of his first ongoing series, which is Wolverine Isn't he number like one. in Canada in, like, the next episode, or Japan the next episode? No, he gets a couple I was going to Canada, but uh, I guess I read it wrong. Yeah, but, we had to divide your flight 4,000 miles. Yeah, that should happen, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so he's about to go for his uh, long-awaited, I guess. He'd already had, I guess, a couple of limited series, but he gets his long-awaited uh, ongoing series here. So he's taking off for Canada. Uh, he and Nightcrawler are having a you know, a philosophical debate on whether Kitty should be on the X-Men or not. Uh, Nightcrawler thinking that, you know, her going to the New Mutants is a good thing because she's a kid. Wolverine thinking, oh, you know, she's a kid, and there were some midshipmen that were boys or 12 years old, and, you know, they fought in war. I'm like, what? What? Nick? what? That's a false equivalency, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is not the same thing. Um, right. But, you know, they're having their discussion about that. So Wolverine's for staying because she said, he said she's already proved her spot on the team. Nightcrawler thinking because she's so young, maybe that's not such a great idea. Um, I don't know. 
Uh, and the other yeah. couple relationship there is the the thing between Lalandra and uh, Professor Xavier. Big now, big now that he's got his new and big yeah, Professor Xavier slash Big Hush, <laughs> now that he has use of his legs, um, because he had like a psychic damper to dampen the pain. From, this is some freaking sentient um, whale fish <laughs> shit, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah. Because he had. Uh, of some psychic dampers in her head, in his head, to prevent the pain from not being able to use his legs. Now that he has legs, the psychic barrier to get over that is preventing him from walking. Does that sum it up, uh, Brother Beavis? Yeah, that. Yep, yep. That is in in AKA hashtag because comics. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it's like. They were like, oh, we can, he can have his legs back. Wait a minute. Is that a good idea? Uh, yeah. Uh, and you got to make him struggle. Why, yeah. Yeah, why, yeah, you got to wonder, why didn't they just give him his damn legs back? I mean, he's not, he is not a more interesting character in the chair than out. He's yeah, really the not, same character. It's not, like, it's not like the power of walking tips the balance in the Marvel Universe, where, like, right. he's too powerful <laughs> to exist. And yeah, some alien yeah. race has to come down and exterminate him. I mean, it's yeah. I think he would have been okay just walking around and choosing not to use his powers because he's so powerful, rather than rolling right. around in a wheelchair and choosing not to use his powers because he's so powerful. Yeah, it just it just yeah, didn't make right. a whole hell of a lot of sense. And but it was just a, I guess, an excuse to deepen the relationship or you know the love because Lelandra's putting him through the motions. Hey now. and uh, to trying to get him to walk, and he's just struggling big time. I mean, there's some. There's some eat a payday sitting on the toilet moments for Xavier's face when he's drawing, man. He's sweating, like struggling hard, man. I'm like, oh, he can't get it out. Uh, but, yeah, there's, there's that relationship. There's the relationship between Kitty and Ileana that's going on, and that's uh, mm-hmm. they're about to take Kitty and Ileana to the mall. That's where they're going to go as he drops over, as Nightcrawler drops Wolverine off at the airport. Go ahead, brother. And, and new Mammy. New Mammy. And New Mammy. Yeah. 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 New Mammy Stevie Hunter is there. Well, Sugar, you better fight for yourself right on that team, girl. <laughs> and and notice yeah. she didn't have to walk more than five feet, so she didn't have to have her trick knee act up. So that was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, right. It's, it is what yeah. it is, man. Uh, <laughs> basically where I am. You know, it, it is what it is. And then, so there's that relationship. Uh, Liliana basically saying, you know what, you are being, a, a, you know, acting like yeah. a little kid. You know, she's been a teenager all of five issues now. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's a more rational person on of the new mutants, of the, of the teenage yeah. uh, people living in the house. Um, the funny thing with Liliana is, like, you know somebody was like, hey, when can we actually start using her? Like, how many years? Have to, and they're like, oh, don't even, you can't know. Like, you can't have right. actual time flow. Uh, yeah, we got to send her to like limbo and have her. Yeah, if you want to yeah. age her, we can't actually rely on time for that. Come on, right? <laughs> there's that, and then there's also not. I mean, it's, it's going to be a few years from now, but there's a, a an over sexualization for Ileana as well. Um, we're at the point now, like she's. I mean, she's barely clothed um, <laughs> yeah, in the book, but. Like, it, it started early, though, too. Like, you know, well, she's kind of young, and we're just going to put her in these outfits because she's this little sexy Russian. And um, it's just kind of it's kind of odd. Um, but I, I take her over Kitty a thousand times on the team. She's a more powerful mutant. Her powers are more interesting as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, I'm, I mean, y'all know how I feel about Kitty Pride. Um, so there's that relationship. 
there's another adult relationship now. Cyclops, pimp game strong. Um, he should have some shirts. Cyclops should have some shirts, man. Uh, his pimp game is absolutely uh, ecstatic. Uh, he takes some time away from the X Men and he heads down to. Is she in Florida or Louisiana, Lee Forrester? Thought it was Louisiana, wasn't it? Or is... No, it's Florida. Uh, no, it's Florida. Yeah, that's all the Florida. Stuff okay. With, uh, uh, Despair was in, uh, I think, in Louisiana. So okay. heads down to Florida um, to, you know, reconnect with Lee Forrester. Um, and essentially, you know, he's reconnected with her after all the, the drama that went down after uh, X-Men 150. And basically, hey, you know, I, I don't want to pull you into this life. And, you know, I'll leave if you want me to. And she's like, don't you dare leave, you know, without giving me that D. And um, <laughs> and uh, so Cyclops makes his, his uh, another love connection. Again, only... I mean, I guess she's been dead for like four or five years now, but he he ain't take too much time mourning that lady at all, brother Peterson. Yeah, yeah. This is this I, this is starting to feel like it was written by somebody who now writes for the CW. Like we don't have, we don't know what to do with a character who's not in a current relationship with somebody yeah. in our current roster. Yeah, yeah. This, this is like this is like the the you know. Uh, we got to put everybody together, and here it goes again with Nightcrawler on the next page. Yeah, just about to mention that. Yeah, yep. And the other adult relationship, uh, Nightcrawler meets up with his boo, Amanda Waller. No, not Amanda it, Waller. God, that's going to be stuck in my head forever. Get it out <laughs> now. What and is look how he's got like the stuffed animal in front of his dick. Yeah, what's up with yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's got his uh, Burt Reynolds uh, pimp game strong layout there too. Um, I mean, he he's got it. Oh, I I I described it to somebody on Twitter. He's like, what is he doing, Michael Jackson on the Thriller cover? I mean, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Why don't you come and hug on this stuffed animal? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I know. Um, and where the hell did he get that stuffed animal from, anyway? I, well, well like this that, is but... post. This is post Kitty's nightmare. Yeah. Uh, like this is post yeah. that. So those the Bamps had been introduced there. So yeah. And right. I do believe she was. I have that article. I haven't finished it in the on the website. I just hadn't spent had time to write it. But the, had that being one of the worst X Men stories of all time. But it's, um, <laughs> but the Bams were introduced there, so I don't know. But what's this? What's his? What's his girl's name? Amanda Septon. Amanda Septon. Yeah. She's like okay, a sorceress or something. Yeah, she's got she's like a magic sorceress. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's somebody who at a point disappears from the book like forever. She goes straight yeah, no milk carton. Like, you know, they had, like, this serious relationship uh, when we get to the next issue, actually, and then she just, like, disappeared. Um, she got yeah. sucked up into Excalibur, right? Did she? Oh, maybe. See, I, yeah. I never really messed with Excalibur, like, at all. People bring that up all the time. And I was like, that's just, it was never a book that I got into. So I never, so anything that yeah. happened really over there, unless it was a crossover thing, I never really got into Excalibur. Did you read that one, yeah. man? Yeah, yeah, I actually read the first, um, I think it was a two years of it because of, uh, oh, who was the artist? It was Art, not Arthur Adams. Alan Davis. Uh, Alan Davis. Alan Davis. Mm-hmm. And I love Alan Davis' art. Uh, he's done a lot of X-Men, too. And um, I, uh, it's it was always drawn well, until at least until he left. And coincidentally, that's not so coincidentally, that's when I left, too. But uh, yeah. it was always <laughs> strange. <laughs> that was always a strange book, you know, because the the lineup was, you know, the Captain Breton and Megan, Megan, whatever her name is, Phoenix, Rachel Summers, uh, uh, our favorite yeah. kitty, and uh, uh, Nightcrawler. It was a strange lineup, and they 
they had some bizarre ass stories, but you know, I stayed with right. it because I liked his artwork. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. an unusual book. Right. So yeah, so Cyclops getting his game on. He's gonna leave here her soon enough to get his more game on. Um uh Wolverine and, and Nightcrawler doing their thing separately, Lalandra and Charles. And so now they leave Storm, who's been back um, a couple of issues from saving the sentient whale fish from the brood and getting the brood egg out of her. And it, it, since that time, she's been having difficulties with her, like, her powers. And so she's starting to, she goes out to, you know, nakedly uh, greet the sun or whatever she's doing in this issue. Yeah, you know, yeah. And it's a cold the free moment, yeah. Yeah, she's like, you know, uh, I'm I'm ready to be whoever and reconnect with nature. <laughs> Anybody looking while I connect with nature? And um, she um, uh, she tries to call up like a storm or no pun intended, like something, and she loses control of the powers like real quick, like she's not able to make that connection. And um, I, there's a bad joke there, I ain't gonna make. And um, <laughs> um, I'm not sure if that's like that joke. And She's stunned. Like, she's like, I can't, you know, I I don't understand. Like, you know, my powers are, like, you know, kind of a little bit loose here. I don't know what's going on. And we all know that this is going to get us to punk punk rock storm here in about five issues, four or five issues. Yeah, Um, shortly. But as I said before, like, the foundation for her kind of losing herself was set with this freaking sentient fish whale. Um, So, like, this is. (laughs) You know, it, reading it now, I was like, man, they really did lay the track for this. You mm-hmm. got to give them credit for it. They, they right. really did. Um, so right. good, good, good shot there. Um, yeah, it seemed like a big break, but when you, I mean, they've been working this for a long, long time. Yeah, like going trying, all the way yeah. back to the Doctor Doom stuff, going back, you know, to the Dracula stuff, and even before then. I mean, they they really, really developed this character. Right. Yeah, they messed with Storm for a long time for yeah. So it was a, she needed a costume change anyway. You know, it's been a long time um, since hell the early what one one tens in that outfit. Yeah. however long it's been. Well, I think too that um, she's such like an interesting character on so many levels, but they they she's become more fully formed as leader of the X Men. Maybe they thought that they needed to give her something else. Besides the right. kitties, mammy, and um, you know <laughs> right. Peter's the big sister, and mm-hmm. like that person, like you don't really, you don't really get to see much of that. You get to see a lot of her leadership in like Days of Future Past when she first takes over the team, um, but a lot of the other stuff that she gets them into, really, she winds up becoming like a victim, like with Doom, with Black, mm-hmm. uh, with Dracula, you know, and, like you know they kind of put her in like in distress moments, you know, like the the damsel in distress, even though she's the leader of the damn team. Um, so yeah, so they set the groundwork for this. The other story that I barely want to touch on is the Sidri <laughs> are back. Like if you remember, I think it was once Corsair found out or once Cyclops found out that his dad was Corsair and he was being chased and the Sidri came and, uh, destroyed the mansion because everybody does. And, um, Somehow the Sidri left a couple of eggs there. I don't know. They love eggs and X-Men and these issues, man. They left some Sidri <laughs> eggs there that hatched. And Kitty being in the mansion, she saw an anomaly on the freaking, I don't know, the security cameras. And she goes down to investigate. Of course, she changed outfits first. And then she went out there to investigate it. And then Kitty is now 
again, Cyclops, Corsair, and Storm fought adult Sidri creatures that knew, I guess, how to use their powers. Kitty fights baby ones and somehow still was doing very well <laughs> at first, but then right. somehow gets got knocked out, and then we get the appearance of Lockheed, the Puff the Lockheed Dragon, um, who comes in and uh, yeah. smokes them all and then goes and eats them all. Uh, eats whatever was left of them and, and um, saves the day again. This this issue is like Sunday Night Wrestling. It's <laughs> <laughs> like they, they put all the ranks on the same show and like <laughs> act like whoever wins the day is something. But when they show up on Nitro, they get squashed by Goldberg. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I can't, man, with Kitty. I just can't. I, I keep trying, man. I'm like, it's like maybe I'm going to come to like this character at some point, but it's, it's still not helping. They gave her, they really did her a poor, like, service by treating her like this, um, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, the day is saved. Professor Xavier is like, you know what? Like Brother Reeves said, hey, you know what? You did all right. <laughs> Stay on the team. <laughs> probation, though. Probation. You know, probation status. Probation. So Kitty gets to stay. But, of course, Lockheed also gets to stay. So if she wasn't annoying yeah. enough, let's give her a pet. That I mean, that's some yeah. freaking... Yeah, an otherworldly <laughs> dragon. Yeah, some, you know, I just love how yeah, he's, he's cool like, I've that. never actually seen you do anything. So yeah, <laughs> I made a decision about your future that apparently I wasn't qualified to make. So Yeah, bitch, what can you do out. anyway? Hell, yeah. why yeah. did we get you in here? Yeah. Yeah. What are your problems? Yeah, we, yeah, we know we dragged <laughs> you over here like freaking almost 30 some odd issues ago but uh you know Shit. i've been dead I've been i guess i just have been dressed mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i've been all trying to get up on that alien pussy right yeah <laughs> trying to monitor laundry, you know so Shit. yeah so she gets to stay yay there's that and then the last part of it um with of course they uh cyclops after he you know gets it in with lee forrester he's like all right baby i got you know what i gotta catch flight Oh, I get up early in the morning. Sorry, girl. Time to go. Um, he, um, he leaves and goes, of course, there out to Alaska where his grandparents live, and they uh, run a uh, shipping uh, or a, like a flight a flight company of some sort, like a cargo sh- uh, plane company or something in Alaska. He gets off the plane, and he's greeted by the, his uh, grandparents' number one uh, pilot, and it's Madeline Pryor, who looks exactly like Jean Grey. Um, yeah. I remember reading this just the other day, and I remember reading that when I first saw it. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. That was basically it. And I still had it now, too. I was like, what? 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 Again, we know how this is going to turn out later with Goblin Queens and all that stuff. But even at the time, it was like, What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Did you remember that, yeah. then, man? Like when you read it originally, or just on the reread? Oh, um, originally, uh, when I read it, I was I was kind of pissed. I was like, "Oh, damn, really?" Because I mean, who didn't know what the hell this was leading to? You know, I mean, w- whatever way they tried to explain it, it was obvious that she was some kind of drink, Jean Grey, whatever. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> I was shaking, I was shaking my head. It's like, man, y'all done done. Uh, Flip flop to flip flop. This is just stupid. I mean, <laughs> you knew what they were doing. Even back then, I was just like, okay, yeah, okay, that's that's original, y'all. 
So okay. I don't know. I don't know. The, the funny thing about Madeline prior to me was always like with as many different artist styles and everything, like the only reason she looks like Jean Grey to me is because they said, well, because she has red hair. And because everyone yeah. says she looks like Jean Grey, I'm like, okay, I yeah, guess she's exactly yeah, her hair like Jean Grey, but yeah, I guess in the face, no. I, don't I don't know. Man, don't, come on, brother Peavis. <laughs> they all, they you know, all look the same to me. What? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. They all look alike, man. <laughs> they all look alike. Come on, man. You just trying to be nice, politically correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, what you see, I mean, with the fact that they keep going back to the well, like the Phoenix is the well of the X-Men, and they keep yeah. going back and back to the well. It's like, okay, you told that story. It's time to move on. But, you know, this is, I don't, they hadn't quite got it out of the system. This is one more way to go back to the well and tell that story again. Yeah. Right. That's what pissed me off so much. You know, it was just like, really, you're just going to keep dredging this up as many, and, and eventually they just brought back Jean Grey altogether. It's like, yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, well, since y'all can't let it go, why not? Well, we also know, I mean, and again, the payoff for this in 175 is actually well-earned, too. Um, I mean, yeah. like, kind of reading it now, I was like, oh, I get what well, the signs were there. It The, the motivation of the, the, the antagonist wasn't, but the signs mm-hmm. were there, at least. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I was like, I get, okay, you know, they set it up pretty decently. Um, but this really, I mean, again, I think we've been talking about this since, um, Jean Grey died. Like, really, uh-huh. this is one of these slippery slopes for the end of Cyclops as the character yep. that we know. <laughs> like, it really turns him into a freaking jerk big time. Yeah. Um, yeah. not, ner- not this time. Like, he's fine now. It's like after this, like, uh, like once we get the split for, you know, uh, not X Force for um, X Factor, and mm-hmm. once she gets pregnant, and ha- like that is just it because he turns into an absolute freaking jerkwad of the epic <laughs> proportions, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I know you got a baby and all, but ah, I need to but go my be boo is back. back. Yeah, yeah my boo. real, my real boo. Yeah, my real girl is back. Yeah, like, yeah. my girl so, is back. Uh, so bye, bitch. Yeah. So. Yeah, he did. Man. Damn you, it's Cyclops. Terrible. Damn you, Cyclops. All right. So that's <laughs> 168. 169 issue is Catacombs. Uh, the cover is great. It has sorry-ass angel on it. And even at the time, <clears> I was like, man, I wish they would clip his wings. Punk-ass new. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's so terrible. Uh, he just is. He is, and I, you know what? And I kind of had like a thirteen-year-old crush because the way she was drawn by Burn on Candy Southern, and I was like, he ain't worthy of all that woman. Look at him, right? Man. He can't handle all that. That punk billionaire bitch. He can't handle all Candy Southern, man. He can't. Uh, well, so Paul Smith didn't do her any favors because I'm looking at I'm looking at panel three on page one, and she doesn't have much behind her. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John Byrne didn't have them problems, sir. Yeah. Uh, John Byrne yeah. Yeah. gave Kenny. Paul Smith has apparently never seen a white girl with her ass before. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is 1983. That, no, but they weren't doing squats then. And um, 
he is a he is a minimalist to say the least uh, in his drawing <laughs> style. So yeah, he is. Yeah, but he can make cuts <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll make a cut, cutting that ass. Um, so yeah, so the book opens with Candy Southern. She's looking for Angel. She can't find him. I don't know what's going on. He lo- goes into a room and she's greeted by a dark figure, and it's thunder from the X Men. Um, Do you see the book Xavier's reading? No, what book is he reading? On the spine, it says Marvel Universe. Oh, it does. Uh I never noticed that. He needs help figuring this shit out, too. (laughs) Um, He's like, so Madeline Pryor is the clone of Jean (laughs) Grey, sinister, who then became the goblin? This shit doesn't make any sense. Any sense. He could have saved us a whole lot of pain if he had just got it back then. He's like, he's trying to figure out what... So Professor Xavier had a clone body, but his mind wouldn't let him walk. What? <laughs> yeah, this don't make no damn sense. Yeah, it don't make no sense. Uh, before she gets yanked out that or pushed out the window, she does make a phone call on a rotary phone, by the way, um, to Xavier uh, <laughs> to let him know that uh, you know Angel is missing, and she gets thrown out the window. He summons the X Men and. They, you know, go and rescue her. Nightcrawler um, was about to get his groove on, but Professor Xavier, once again, expert Not above the cock block. Yep. Not above the cock block. Like, shit, if I ain't walking, nobody's getting laid. God damn it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Shit. When I get my third leg, then all y'all can walk. Until then... Nothing Mm -hmm. for anybody. He's like, I have a a psychic block against boners, too. So all y'all suffer. <laughs> Ain't none of y'all getting done before me. Everybody suffers. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, they make oh, the, they make the look at Nightcrawler's game. Oh, baby. yeah, no option. Nightcrawler's <laughs> pimp game strong too. Yeah, yeah, Nightcrawler he good. He went out bamfing naked as hell too. So mm-hmm. um, doing his thing. You know, yeah. Yeah, he's I had no thing. option but to bring this unconscious girl back to our hot tub party, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. Now let's play that out in modern times. A uh, blackish-looking dude teleporting white girls through the air and mm-hmm. shit. I mean, he wouldn't have made it that far. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's two points that's about miles still going on. Yeah, he, he two well. point whatever miles. <laughs> yep. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he looked like a demon. Anyway, um. <laughs> Yeah, so they try, uh, they get together and they decide um, where these people are coming from. These people, um, and they're going to wind up making their, uh, they're going to wind up making their way to the, what we will eventually call the Morlock Tunnels, um, to rescue Angel, who has been kidnapped by Callisto. This is some freaking days of our lives shit. Uh, Kidnapped by Callisto, and this is our first appearance of the Morlocks, correct? I believe so. Well, Caliban was in an earlier issue, I believe. Yeah. A kitty but in, in mass. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the first time we see them all. Okay. Yes. And um, they, yeah, they're going to make their way into the tunnels to, to try to rescue him. Cal- you passed. You passed another Hellfire Club appearance. Oh no! You got to go there with me. Remember, my my app is messing up. What? Jump in when I miss things here. So there's go a ahead. few pages yeah. where. Um, revisit yeah. Shaw and Tessa and uh, White Queen is in a coma. And I think, you know, when we talked about, like, the Phoenix saga, it, it was always like, 
the Hellfire Club had this one huge story, and then they were sort of never really heard again. But I think it's really like they were never really like there are a few stories with them all together, but they were all mm-hmm. like active. And we're going to, you know, like Mastermind surprised me like to read, to reread, like he like keeps and keeps on popping up. And then Sebastian Shaw's in here a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, Donald Pierce right. comes back with, you know, you know, bigger in the Sylvester area, things like that. So as a group, I think they did sort of fade away, but individually, I think they were kind of still active. And that's sort of a testament to the fact that, you know, they were always vying for power. They, they that was sort of the, the downfall of that group anyway, because they none of them ever wanted to give in to anybody else. But yeah, there's just a couple pages where they 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 see Shaw and Tessa and White Queen still in a coma. Uh, there's way too many words for this for me to decipher what's actually going on. Right what was now. he actually trying? What was his point of? What was the point of that passage again? I can't really remember. Like for why this did they one, make their... let's see. Yeah. Uh... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, was there a, what was their point? I guess is like putting them together. So I think. Oh, have we had the white? We've. Oh, this is post White Queen and Storm, where White Queen yeah. took Storm's life. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she's. There, yeah. I think she's still comatose from that. Okay. Um, and so oh, I think this okay. is the process of bringing the White Queen back. Okay. Right. Yeah. I remember, like, not too long, I think it's right after this, that uh, she kidnaps Kitty Pride, White Queen, uh, and um, they actually allude to the fact that she was in a coma. And so I never understood exactly you know, where that came from, but I guess it's, um, it was something to do with Mastermind, right? Uh, or was that... Um, the fallout. Well, with the, I think with the White Queen, with that point, she was trying. That was when she was starting up the, um, the Hellions. Yeah, right, right. But that was they were in the like mutants when she, right lie, when she actually. joined. I think that was before this point because she was when Kitty when Kitty was deciding between coming. Oh, maybe they do. Oh yeah. Oh, right. that was okay. there's a story coming up where her yeah. parents. She tries to brainwash Kitty's parents to get mm-hmm. her to send her to the Massachusetts. To send her to the yeah, yeah to her academy. Okay, okay, I think that was, that was before this. I think anything my timeline screwed up. <laughs> yeah, right. Again, the major part of this whole, the biggest issue here is this: the X Men making it into the tunnels to try to rescue Angel. Uh, again, Callisto has kidnapped him because she thinks he's so beautiful, um, and um, so she's going to marry him into the into the Morlocks. Uh, and he's unconscious the entire time. Like at no point in time, Angel. <laughs> like it's a Vegas plot plot point. Yeah, well, it's a Vegas wedding. Well, and that is that's a good point too, Sandman. Is that yeah, yeah. you know, we yeah, you've seen Angel in a while. What could we do to put him back in the book with his punk ass? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's, he's no enough. less effective for being unconscious the entire time. Than Correct. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he goodness. could have been conscious. I mean, because we're not even going to get him. Like, he's still years away from being Archangel. Like, it's not even like, it's like, yeah. oh, well, you know, this was the process. No, he's a long way. Probably, how much, what, five, six years away from that? So, At least. Um, yeah, so it, I mean, he's not even, that's not even that. So like, yeah, let's just put him back in the book because he sucks. And people hadn't seen him. I'm not going to use him. 
and he's there, and uh, the X Men are going to try to bargain for their bargain for his his, his life or his existence. Uh, Callisto's thinking about cutting his wings, and they're like, "Oh, if they cut those wings, they'll never be able to fly again." And um, <laughs> there's a, a you know a small battle there uh, between the Morlocks and the X Men. X Men not knowing who the Morlocks are, or not wanting to hurt them, so everybody's really kind of pulling their punches. Um, and but it doesn't really work out. They get you know, Colossus gets overwhelmed with Morlocks. Uh, yeah, it, it just does. You know, it just it's actually one of the typical stories in the X Men books is like where the first issue they lose and then the next issue they win. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. they yeah. it's very common in these books. And they they lose, they come back, and we'll get to that in the next issue. But that's that. I mean, the the, the issue is basically setting up the next issue. Um, did I miss a point here? Like I said, my app is down, so I want to make sure that I don't miss any of the key points for this. The only key point is that Kitty Pride is sick. She got yeah. She came into contact yeah. with Plague, and now mm-hmm. she's in the care of Caliban. So mm-hmm. the 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 X Men is because Wolverine has missed his flight to Canada and ended up in Japan. And yeah. Cyclops is hooking up in Alaska with some other bitch, and, yeah. so, it's, and <laughs> so it's down to Colossus, Nightcrawler, and Storm in the tunnels, and Kitty's sick. Yeah, and there is a Mammy Storm moment. I did forget about that. Uh, it's like, well, you know, while they're trying to do their rescue, Nightcrawler's like, we can't leave Kitty, and she's like, well, shit, if we have to, and he's like, <laughs> what, you don't care no more? How dare he even ask that question? I love Kitty, and she was my own daughter. He's like, I'm <laughs> trying to die in the sewer. Yeah, exactly. You're right. <laughs> if she is lost, the lame is mine. Like, I mean, it's really kind of one of those moments. But it's also, too, if you really, I guess if you want to deepen that thought, like, well, this is this storm saying, like, you know, one, being the leader, and two, like, you know, she's no better than the rest of us. If we have to re- lose one to save five, you know, we'll lose the one, even if it's Kitty. You know, and but again, does she make that decision prior to the sentient fish whales and the brood egg? You know, as she starts mm. to kind of become a little bit different. Uh, you know, I, I think that's you know like a decent question to ask. Um, but yeah, it. I mean, we're setting up the issue of her becoming the leader of the Morlocks. Um, and we want, and let me deal with Caliban here too. I have one other note here. He sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, um, and, and and he doesn't get less terrible once they try and make him like once Apocalypse. I think I like Apocalypse's game was finding the worst possible mutants and then like yeah. trying as hard as yeah, he was impassable and he failed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He sucks. Yeah. Really bad. And, and his Caliban, this Caliban, that, and Caliban, Kitty Sprite Chat. Oh. I will say though that the uh, the like the way they did him in X Men Apocalypse, that yeah. was like one right. of the better like. I thought that was pretty good actually. Yeah. 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 In the interpretation of the character, yeah, it still sucks. He's awful. Like, and like that's an awesome. rendition of a terrible character. That's yeah. Well <laughs> when they also yeah. set up the, uh, they also set up the, um, uh, how do you say it? The the an I issue that's going it. to come up later in the Romita era about her making that blood oath to stay and marry him, or oh, right. you know, if she right. leaves the tunnels or whatever. They set that up now too, um, which is terrible. Um, I remember yeah. that issue too. That's that's I don't know if that's Ramita Junior or Senior that that drew that, but it's just a terrible issue. 
And <laughs> again, not it sets doing up a good game. issue. Yeah, later though, with Wolverine and Colossus, he confronts Colossus. I think we talked about that before. Uh, where they yeah. take him out to the bar, then uh, basically let Juggernaut whip his ass. And let Juggernaut beat his ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was kind of that's always, that's that always nice. that, but yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. Cool, I, I thought it was kind of shitty even to do, but it was funny. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's fine. Um, so yeah, 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 that's that. And um, did I miss anything? Like I said, I'm, I want to make sure that I'm giving it its pretty all. Pretty much got it all. Yeah, yeah pretty much it. Beavis, did I miss anything? If, if you missed it, it was worth missing. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted. But I do want to spend more time on uh, 170, which is the better of all of these, which is Uncanny 170. Hold on, I'm doing my backup acts. Uh, let's see. I'm, you got to fill it, Buster, while this pulls up. Yeah, so the, the, yeah. it's sort of funny. Like They break all the rules of the romantic comedy when one of the partners has the uh, dark secret. Like Cyclops just like whips out the dossier. He's like, uh, yeah. so yeah. I'm not above hitting it, but I would like <laughs> to say uh, my appearance is a little confusing to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's also they set up so much of this in a sense that is this where they is this the issue where they open up dancing? Yeah, it is. Yes. Okay, yeah. They're, so they spend many panels dancing. dancing. Yeah. And the in her yellow dress and the um you know, the the music has long stopped, yet they stay in each other's embrace. They've only known each other for a few weeks. I'm like, Claremont, man, what in the world are you doing, bro? I mean, like, they, they little have no doubt either. I mean, the last time we saw them, they just met, and now they <laughs> they about to get it on. I mean, come on. Well, bro. he laid. I mean, he laid it on really thick. Um, no doubt. And, I mean, just left no doubt at all. Well, he's just, God bless him, for Claremont. Sometimes, man. But yeah, so. <laughs> So there's that. Uh, the title of this issue is which? What's the title of this issue? Dancing in the dark. Something like yeah, dancing in the dark. Is that the title? Okay, that's the title. Hold on a second. All right, I got a new torn up, but of course, the, one of its pop-up was freaking porn. All right. What <laughs> 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 uh, in the world, porn, man? <laughs> yeah, man. God, dog it. Uh, hold on. Filibuster. So they're dancing. He's like, Go ahead. He's like, I gotta check this out. Hold on, this this yeah. pop up is somewhat interesting. <laughs> yeah. The sound so, is yeah. here in the so background. Go, so that's, that's so a, the first damn. thing he does is he tells her like, Hey, uh, I used to hook up with somebody who looked just like you. She died, uh, and so at this point it hasn't even really come to a head. Like Madeline Pryor's like, Wow, right. that's pretty messed up. Uh, right, uh, uh, <laughs> and they just kind of leave it there. Yeah, and then, then, then he's about to leave. Yeah, he's leaving, and then she's like, but he's like, you know, again, the thickness for freaking uh, Claremont. Man, it's, it's what I don't know. Should I go back? Maybe I should. Oh no, should I kick the football? Lucy ain't gonna pull it away this time. <laughs> he winds up going back, and then she's right there behind him. And again, I'm reading this now, knowing how this turns out. I was like, maybe. Maybe they, it was there. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they did lead, like, on that this was, like, some freaking weirdo, psycho, freaking 
kind of tormented thing, a clone or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, maybe it was mm. there. Because she's, right. like, right behind him when he's like, I'm going to go back around. I was like, oh, wait, she's right there. And so, can I have another dance? <laughs> and back to it. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, even though they pay it off at the end of the issue, I'm like, okay, so you just told her that you were supposed to be married to a chick that looked just like her. Um, that's fine. You just going to leave this mutant shit out, though? Like, nigga. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. like you ain't like, nobody saying nothing about this? Like, that might have should have been your first lead. By the way. <laughs> Yeah, you're this chick look like you. By the way, I can shoot lasers out my eyes. Like I think I would have known to know that first. Like that might have a bigger effect on our relationship than um, like the fact that you used to see somebody like that. Um, but anyway, I still can't pull this up. So, but I see some other stuff yeah. going on here. Hey, yeah. So, All right. Uh, so they they ahead. do get to that point, but you're right. Like could have been right, like the maybe. reason I'm asking about this is because I can shoot beams of concussive force. Not lasers <laughs> out of my eyes. Just well, he <laughs> he also hits her with when he does tell her. He also hits her with the the ruby quartz blast is the only thing that can. Oh well, yeah, I mean that's like oh, God. a lot of people think he has to push a button in his glove to open his visor, but actually it's voice activated. He has to describe the nature of his ruby quartz before <laughs> to even open up. <laughs> Yeah, so then we get some Colossus was like, I can't stand it anymore. Oh, I guess I could stand it for a little bit more. Like he, yeah. he sucker punches uh, uh, Sunder and then like, no, you need to back down. And then Nightcrawler's like, I can't take it anymore either. Like, no, right. I guess I can take it a little bit more. And then yeah. they all yeah, they all get punked. And then we set up, oh, I, then there's a uh, some good, uh, is this the, why is Mystique in the middle of this? Yes, there is that drop of Mystique having a um, like a oh, dream. That's, yeah, that that's for the haunted. rogue. Yeah, yeah, for, she's being hunted, and the hunter is Jason Wingard, and like Jean Grey or somebody looks like Jean Grey. She wakes up screaming, you know, thinking that the dream was real. We yeah. obviously know if Wingard's in there, he can enter your thoughts very, very easily. Uh, Destiny had already woken up knowing that Mystique was going to wake up that way, and it's really setting up that Rogue has left. Um, now, for you new readers or whatever that remember Rogue was raised by Mystique as her daughter, um, and she's been protecting her and kind of using her, too, and her powers <laughs> um, to, <laughs> to commit evil deeds and whatnot. Not exactly Mother of the Year awards, but she did care for her, and Rogue takes off to be seen here in the next issue, which will be in the next podcast for us. But um, so Rogue is gone and again, to be seen very, very soon. But before all of that, we are going to go back to the tunnels and yes, everybody's deciding kind of what they're going to do. Like the merit, the ceremony is about to happen between Callisto and unconscious. (laughs) It's so terrible. (laughs) Like it really wouldn't have mattered if he was conscious or not. It's probably better because he just he flies off the handle and he's useless. So yeah. he just tends yeah. to screw things up. Yeah, it, that's kind of awesome that it wouldn't even matter. Nobody even cares. Um, that you're going to get this now. Um, in the previous battle, Storm got hit by plague. You know what's the girl? What's the, what's the lady with the um with the? Yep, can make plague. you sick. Plague. Okay, so oh, she yeah. got touched by plague, plague yeah. and she got a little bit sick. And so now the only way that they're going to be able to save Angel is for somebody to fight for the leadership of 
the uh, of the Morlocks, and then they can make that decision. And that came that information came from Caliban, who gave it to Kitty. Right? Is that how that happened? Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. um, pretty much. I don't think they know that that's how it works. I think they just decide they're like, open, like they're like, hey, remember that Aaron and Hilar shit? Let's try that again. <laughs> it worked out so good the first time. Yeah, right. <laughs> Somebody shot Dylan and Hilar. Oh, no, no, no. I guess Caliban does save it. Caliban yeah. does tell him. Yeah, Caliban fell out. And I was like, you should try that Aaron and Hilar shit. That worked out yeah. so well last time. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it is. He's like, man, I gotta do something to get this white girl, bro. And um, <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't quite work out. No, because she will freaking, uh, you know, she will uh, turn on him. Sure enough. Um, Why would you not have Colossus? Like, if the if the object was to defeat Callisto. Why would you not have Colossus fight this battle? Yeah, but yeah. you can't use his powers. Because that should be over. Oh, you can't use your powers. Okay, I was no, going to say there's literally nothing that Callisto could do to Colossus. And we know Colossus is fighting on excellent, so or, or good. So he wasn't Dude, getting no offense. I'm not saying That's it would be over fast, but yeah, exactly. Right. Right. He no wasn't getting no offense at all. Callisto was probably fighting at least at excellent, maybe remarkable. So he was going to get his ass kicked anyway. Okay, well, so that's yeah. kind of jacked up because her powers are basically her, her fighting. That's right. And, yeah, yeah. So like knife how fighting. How the hell is that fair? Her, she has a yeah. mutant power of fighting with knives and being ugly. Yeah, and then yeah. being <laughs> ugly. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, too, but and then we're setting this up like, okay, so Nightcrawler healthy as hell. Let him be the hero here. He could fight better than Colossus. You know, he yeah, uses his powers, but he, you know, he would be able to probably do a little bit better. And he stepped up. He's like, "All right, I'm going to do it." And then Storm, you know, in her illness, was like, "No, no. If anybody's going to do it, I'm going to do it." And uh, kind of steps up in the way. And you know, it's the no powers thing. She sends a knife. It's it's really like um, it's the, uh, the beat it video. <laughs> okay, <it's> like <laughs> a knife to her. Because I'm reading this and I'm like, yeah, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's so they're going to have this fight. Uh, she throws a knife to her and Storm kind of catches it and um, like in this like fancy way to get it set back up. Callisto was like, whoop, whoop, whoop. It's really drip. Her face is literally like that, like, whoop, whoop. But then, and again, <laughs> Nightcrawler being, I just mentioned this before we record, I was like, Nightcrawler being a bitch. Oh, it's a bluff, my friend. Aurora has sworn to never take a human life. Remember? Once Carillo, Callisto realizes that, Storm is finished. Storm Thanks is finished. a lot, Nightcrawler. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Nightcrawler. Man, really? Thanks I for being in my cheering section. Go ahead. When did her <laughs> shoes come off? When did she... That's what I was about to ask. Yeah, I don't know why she... Fighting uh, barefoot, storm? a storm. Yeah. She takes her boots oh, off. Nigga, you didn't. Or maybe know they took them off. Her. I don't know. Nigga, you ain't. When a black girl take her shoes off, it's oh, on I'll like. Take off. Her rear, oh, her man. Earrings, you didn't yeah, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't I guess know? that's true. I guess it goes. It goes. Back hair, to our story. It goes hair, <laughs> earrings, <laughs> shoes. Earrings. Like, if you get that trifecta, bro, it's on, sir. <laughs> it is on, and you ain't gonna be nothing with nothing to do about it at all. 
Shoot, I didn't even notice she had her shoes off. If I had seen that first, I already knew who was going to win this fight. <laughs> Get me. And her, and her hairpiece gets knocked off like up front. Yeah. No, you yeah, did right. not just knock my lockpicks out. You did not just knock my lockpicks out. Uh-huh. Fucked yeah, up her hair. Yeah. yeah, you done fucked up now. So let's, yeah. so let's go back. Like, do you think this is unintentional? Or do you think that they, like, purposely mess with a black woman's hair and then had her take her shoes off to win a fight? <laughs> <laughs> Unless oh, man. running through the editing department at some time, it would really be hype. Have her take her <laughs> shoes off, son. Like, oh, Unless that happened, I'm going to say it's completely unintentional. <laughs> uh, we digress. At uh, no point does she say, oh, no, you didn't. So, yeah, if, that, now, yeah. <laughs> now, if that had happened, you really would know. But, yes. Uh, Callisto catches them hands. She caught first blood, but really she catches, you know, she catches hands and catches a knife in the heart. And, and, yeah, and she that's straight the end. stabs that bitch. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a it, good panel. Yeah, it's, it's Then she picks and, up a grown ass man like he's a baby. <laughs> that's another unusual looking, yeah, panel. This all is my sudden, bitch. She's the bitch. She, yeah. she yeah. Shit all of a sudden, yeah. Angel's like, I'm somebody's bitch. I'm somebody's <laughs> bitch. Yeah. I'm useful. Yeah. Oh, shit. Back off, Squirrel Master. Angel's my bitch. By the way, uh, this is a side topic. I'm constantly having to explain uh, references to people that are under a certain age when they listen to this podcast. Oh, like, no. I, had to post, I had to post the Ricky Morton, Ric Flair thing. So I, was like, I didn't get it. I was like, oh, here you go. <laughs> I was like, so if you listen to this and you're under 30, just, a lot of these references are going to be way over your head. Um, but yes, I, I'm yeah. constantly like, oh yeah, no, this is what that meant. This is where it's coming from. So, uh, anywho, um, yeah, so she picks up Angel like a baby because he is <laughs> still out. Too, and, by the way. Yes, and it's like Morlocks, y'all, y'all want to come? Y'all have to stay in the tunnels. Y'all can, you know, we offer you, you know, safe haven at the Xavier's mansion or whatever. And this is before they, I guess, connected the mansion to the tunnel, uh, mm-hmm. which they did. Um, Down right in the, late, yeah, later on they connected them together, but. And they're like, nah, we're ugly and shit, so, you know, no. <laughs> I know y'all be offering, like, like, food and shelter, but, you know, we're just fucking, nah, that's all right, man. Like, not wow. one person. Like, not one person is like, fuck this. I'm tired of living with you, Yeah, I would love to move to the mansion. Yeah, Hell I would yeah. love to go there. Man, y'all got food, there ain't no rats. Yeah, bye, Callisto. I'm done, man. Shoot. Yeah. Staying here no more. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, so, um, <laughs> they leave. Uh, they get back to the mansion, and, or they leave, and then the book shifts back to the final part with Cyclops, which we've been talking about, where he um he makes his confessions to uh, Madeline Pryor. He shows off his powers and says, you know. This is who I am, you know, love me or leave me. She decides that, you know, she's okay with the loving part, and that's pretty much she, it. She's like, when you showed me the dossier of your ex-girlfriend and accused me of yeah. being a fake person, I was okay with that. But when yeah. you pushed my hand away from trying to grab your glasses, that's it. 
I draw the yeah, line. Yeah, it. I draw yeah, the yeah line. she just snaps all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah, and again, is this intentional? Is this like, you know, some early Goblin Queen stuff? Or just freaking, I don't know, man. It, yeah. By the way, who carries, who carries the dossier of they dead ex-girlfriend, Cyclops? <clears throat> yeah, no joke. <laughs> he just had that hanging out, dude? I think maybe, <laughs> I want to say uh, Havoc gave it to him. Because they why found Havoc? out the whole, like, she, I don't know why he was doing it. But he's got his own yeah. issues. But there was somebody who, like, did the research that said, you know, her plane crash was the same day that um, Jean yeah. Grey died. The Jean, Jean Grey, Grey died. died. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> well. <laughs> Storm is not saying that makes sense. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what they put in front of us. Yeah. Well, Storm is now leader of the Morlocks. That's basically where we are. Uh, I put on the website, uh, and I put the episode actually up to YouTube, uh, Captive Hearts was the uh, uncanny uh, or the X-Men the animated series version of the, of Storm becoming leader of the Morlocks. Um, it right. actually was a pretty decent issue. Uh, they, dug, they, they dug much deeper into Storm's uh, claustrophobia, her being in the tunnels. Uh, the kidnapped person in this one was Jean Grey and Cyclops. Um, and this is, and I'm sure somebody online has done it. Uh, this is a great episode for Scott yelling Jean uh, in the X-Men oh, the animated God. series. Uh, oh, I, I, yeah. Running total in those five seasons it was on or four, he had to say it 600 times. Um, yes. But this was a good start because anytime she's in trouble, it was, Gee! Gee! <laughs> I mean, he's constantly <laughs> shouting her name. Um, so, but I had my daughter running around a couple weeks ago. She was doing... Covered with scorpions. Covered with scorpions. So, <laughs> yeah, I, <didn't> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Father of the year, and um, and that's <laughs> great. I mean, and that's yeah, and, and it's a good, it's a good representation of the actual story. Um, it is you know, actually. They, it is. They changed it up a little bad. bit, but I mean, yeah, yeah, it's fine. And at least it's they good. were fighting over Cyclops instead of Angel. Angel, Angel, and yeah, he was conscious. Yeah. And part of it is sleep, but he was awake yeah. a little bit. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, what else? All right. So that wraps up 168, 69, and 170. Uh, when we next pick up, we'll be into Rogue uh, joining the X-Men. And we'll take that a little bit through um, them leaving for Japan. Now, again, Wolverine's flight got diverted, and in the fact of it getting diverted, he also kind of picked up a fiancé and shit, too. Like, how long is the flight? You know, um, not only am I not in Canada, I'm getting married. What? I didn't think the mild high club required engagement. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) How many miles did you cash in, uh, Wolverine? God, man. So, um... He winds up in Japan, and we'll get this story with Rogue joining the team. We'll also get um, her. Uh, we'll get the introductions to uh, Mariko and uh, what's the crazy lady that helps Storm reach her full Yukio. crazy potential? Yukio. Yeah. 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 Silver Samurai. Like, this is like the marvelization of Japanese names. Like so, yeah. with we all know uh-huh. with African names, it's two symbols and an apostrophe after the first consonant. So every yeah. Japanese name has to end with an O. Yeah. And there's yeah. also uh, what I love, too, is when they get into these things where they um, 
they put all the translated from from Japanese, yeah. like where yeah. they put it. On. If I just put some uh, greater than less than symbols in that, you know, nobody gives shit. <laughs> put all my words in there, greater than less than. It's cool. Um, but yeah, it, but again, we're being nerds. Great issues. Like these are classic stories um, of the X Men. Uh, they kind of fooled with this a little bit with the the, the Wolverine movie. Um, very little bit by self samurai stuff and the Vi- yeah, and Viper and, Mar- and Mariko, um, which but, was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and these, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and if Cyclops says Gene a lot in the Mariko episodes, he's constantly saying Mariko, Mariko, uh, Wolverine. <laughs> so, yeah. But you know, like I said, classic issues. Uh, I'm a big Rogue fan uh, from introduction till, you know. Um, since her introduction to the team, I've always been a big Rogue fan, so these are some of my favorite issues. Before we get to the magnificent episode of one episode or issue 175, where um, Phoenix appears again, we got to start counting them off to see what the ratio is of how many when when she does appear, like or versions of her appear, like is it every 12, every 17 issues or something like that? Because they definitely pull this out um, up until we get to now. We're going to get to 200 or so, and we're going to get another Phoenix freaking. Rachel Summers, so... Ugh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's awful. God almighty. Anyway, all yeah. right. So that concludes that version of the comic book chat for the evening. Now, we were supposed to have a Brothers Comics podcast tonight. Big Hutch went off the grid, like, literally. Like, I can't find him for nothing. Cell phones, emails, like, he is literally gone underground. Um, So yeah, I don't know grid. what's going on. Yeah. So what I had asked... Which, I was, you know, what, what, which he does that. It's not like it's a concerning event. No, yeah, no, he's not. (laughs) We know that he's around and like whatever, but yes, he's gone um, for the moment. Uh, And one of the things about the Brothers Comics podcast we were going to like, because there's a bunch of trailers that just came out like over the last like seven days to 10 days for movies that are coming up in 2017. And so we were going to watch the trailers and talk about them, you know, as a part of Blurred Notes. But we don't want to do that here because it would take forever. But we will talk about, and I, I told you one. And so I, well, let's do two of them because I'm assuming that you – or let's do three of them, sorry, because I'm assuming you've seen them all. Let's start with the Logan trailer since I was just talking about Wolverine. Did you see the latest or most recent Wolverine trailer? I haven't seen the newest one. Did they, they release okay. a new one this week? It was pretty much the same. It had a little bit of additional footage. Um, there was some, like, I, don't, I want to call it the upfronts, but it was it's something like the upfronts where they preview stuff. And the early, fo- the first 40 minutes of Logan was screened for critics and whatnot. And people are like, oh, my God, the first 40 minutes of Logan is so good. It's, like, awesome and whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I put the meme yeah. out there, of, like, David Duchovny <laughs> is like, I want to believe, like, but. I don't know if I can fall for this okie doke again, Brother Beaver. Yeah, I just... Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> I think the best the best we got from Wolverine, I think, was X2. I think when he yeah. cuts loose yeah. in the mansion, I think that's all the Wolverine we really needed or wanted. I think everything after that has just been bad. Um, they got as close as you can to, like, a classic Wolverine story with the... With the Wolverine, the Wolverine, and it was okay, but it was tough to watch. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, old man, old man Logan is just like it's a modern story, and they're not even really telling it. I mean, I guess 
the idea of Pierce and the Reavers is a villain. I mean, it, it could be fine, but it's like, when does it even happen? It's in the future? Yeah. And so near in the future, future who does yeah. care? Now, now I will say, somebody pointed out to me that, like, so the, the, resol- the, the resolution of Days of Future Past where he gets pulled out of the water, but then he does meet up with them back at the school. Are there, like, two Wolverines now? And is this a revolution or a resolution of that story? I mean, right. if, you know, if it really does fit in, and that's that, and we're all working on that, then okay, that could be fine. But just being like, you know, uh, Hugh Jackman is old, and we're not going to recast, so we're going to change it out. I don't understand how like telling the future story helps them out with the current line of stories they're trying to tell. So it does I'm sort it of confused doesn't. about where it fits in, and and not that interested in Old Man Logan to want a movie about it. All right. Uh, yeah. It it's it seems like this is a setup for them to introduce X twenty three and maybe use X twenty three as air quotations Wolverine mm-hmm. moving forward. Um, but the funny thing there is like they've they've invested everything in the character of Wolverine. Wolverine to the studio is the X Men franchise. Right. Like they, they can't make a movie without him. So yeah. are they going to make Fox a movie? Doesn't, yeah. Uh, good luck. Because um, <laughs> y'all are barely making movies with him that are decent, mm-hmm. so good luck with that. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I saw yeah. it. I said I want to believe all these people. Are like, oh, it's so good. This is going. I'm like, I want to try to believe this. I, I've heard again. this about every Wolverine movie thus far. That it's right. been so good, and this they, is going to be the one. They were going to be said that, from. Okay they said that about terrible. Suicide Squad when that came out. Was how they were supposed to be. So, it was so good at first, and you saw how that bullshit ended up. And so, yeah. <laughs> not believing it. Okay. I'm not believing it. No. I didn't see it three times how it ended up, but yeah, I did see it. Hey right now, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see Suicide Squad. That was Batman versus Superman. So. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was another thing. Yeah. Um, that shit was on sale at uh, Walmart or whatever for like seven fifty the other day, and I was like, "Man, no, 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 <laughs> no!" Like I could probably just to say that I had no, 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 uh, no, can't do it. All right. Um, mm-hmm. the next one was the Guardians of the Galaxy two trailer, which came yeah. out uh, last week. Did you see that one, brother? Pete? So is that the one? I think I saw the first one where it was mostly just walking. This was the one where uh, no, 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 they with have a Mantis legit trailer. trailer. Yeah, with yeah, Mantis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, okay. the baby group. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the same. I mean, it looks like a continuation of the franchise, and it could be fine, or it could they could wear out the joke, or it could be fine. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, visually it looked like incredible to me. Like I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this looks. It, it, the first one. As good as I think that the movie is, it it also looks kind of cheap and cheesy in certain parts. Um, yeah. but, you know, obviously they have the money now to be like, hey, you know, let's put a bigger investment into this. The tone seems yeah. very consistent with the first one. Um, you know, I, I laughed a lot. You know, my wife laughed a lot at you know at Baby Groot and you know about pushing the button. Right. You know, I mean, I, right, it, was, right. it was a good, it was a good trailer. It's a good trailer. If, yeah, if you were sitting in the movie theater and didn't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy. Watching that trailer to me would make you want to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Like you, like this is a yeah, great trailer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I this agree. is a, a such a good trailer. I really would like to see the movie. What did you think of the trailer, Sammy? I thought it was really good. As um, um, I've seen all the Marvel movies in you know in the theater uh, one way or the other, and I I liked the first one, but it didn't like hit me up like other people seem to love it. 
So mm-hmm. when I saw this one, I was like, wow, this is actually really funny, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. I actually really want to go see that now. Uh, the I thought the uh, thing with Baby Groot and uh, Rocket with the bomb, <laughs> when yeah. he you know he keeps referring to like he's gonna hit the damn button. He's like, no, dumbass, I am Groot. Yeah, I am Groot. And and man, how <laughs> Disney man, the damn whole Baby Groot thing, and now they're gonna sell damn the damn Baby Groot. Million dollars or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Million dollars, uh, billions of dollars right there alone. I mean, yeah. I respect the pimp game. If you hate, unless, I mean, you can hate Disney <laughs> yeah. if you want to, but damn, yeah. man, they know how to do shit. They and, do. Uh, and and uh, how how pissed must Fox and Sony must be? Disney, uh, Marvel digs into the just the 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 lowest comic IP they could possibly. Uh, pull out and made this shit into a multi-million dollar damn franchise. I mean, yeah. well, they're struggling with the the best of the best of the uh, Marvel universe with X Men and Spider Man. Well, usually right. Spider Man. Yeah, we'll get to that. that. But yeah, think about but, DC. Yeah. Like you know, like DC looks at uh, Guardians and be like, well, we can make a team a movie about a bunch of rejects or whatever. Let's call it. You know, let's do Suicide Squad. Yeah, we're right. not talking even in the same. Freaking ball! Not even close in terms of well, quality. Well, that was like the story behind the like the trailer was like they released. Well, I don't, so you never know. I mean, because a lot of this stuff comes out from people who have a pre preformed opinion on the properties or whatever. But mm-hmm. like the story was, they put out a trailer that had like every piece of humor in the movie, and the trailer for Suicide Squad was a lot like Guardians of the Galaxy, and people liked it. And like, oh wait right. a minute, that's not actually the movie that people will be seeing. Let's mm-hmm. make, it, make it into that movie, and that's where you get the, you know, where you start to look at like every line of Margot Robbie, and, and it's like, which uh, is that from a different movie? Did they just splice right. it in? You know, so <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, I mean, it's I, I, I feel for DC in the sense that you can't make a good movie with your A-list players, and you see Marvel making great movies with some freaking F-listers. And yep, yeah. <laughs> and trying to put that and trying to and trying to marry your thought process with that. Like how do like how did we swing and miss so hard with Batman for Superman? And they got and they're about to make a gazillion dollars on freaking Guardians of the Galaxy two with a baby tree, a freaking uh, a, a a rat, a, <laughs> a, 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 a raccoon, a talking raccoon, a green chick, and um, the dude from Parks and Recreation. They're about to make right. and a, and some uh, wrestler and some makeup. Like they're about to make freaking billions of dollars on this. How does this happen? Well, well, we 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 touched on this before. I mean, DC wanted all the damn benefits of it, but they didn't want to put any time in. I mean, they they did yeah. what one movie before this, and they wanted to rush in straight up and have like the little mini Avengers movie. Right. And guess what? You, we don't give a shit because we don't. I mean, we know Batman, Superman, whatever iteration it is. Uh, uh, we all know the characters, but I mean, we didn't really care. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, like the yeah, <laughs> the way we did about Avengers. I mean, that shit got built up, you know. Yeah, and it was kind of a perfect storm with Marvel the way they they uh, built up their universe because they they wouldn't they didn't know at first that they were going to be doing all that and it just kind of gained momentum and they seized on the opportunity and it paid off in spades. But yeah, DC don't they don't want to wait, and it's no, costing them. They don't. And speaking of blending universes together, and I segue, uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer premiered. I, let me I'll take a real side note quick. Um, I, I love how 
Hey, not sarcasm. I love how Marvel be trying to make me watch some whack ass Jimmy Kimmel to see some freaking trailers <laughs> and shit. I'm like, nigga, you think for a second, one, on a school night, two, right. I ain't staying up to watch Jimmy Kimmel, dude. He could have freaking Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, Chris Evans, Chris <laughs> Like, he could have yeah, all right. of them on there doing something, and I still ain't staying up to see it. Are you kidding? Jimmy yeah. Kimmel? Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? yeah I didn't. Kimmel. I didn't man. even try. I just waited. Man, I knew, it was, I knew it was gonna be on. It was all over yeah. Facebook, you know. And then that's when I watched it. I was like, man, I will catch that shit in the morning. Are you kidding me? I ain't staying with no damn Jimmy Kimmel. So yeah. uh, I love how they try that. They pull that move. But anywho, um, during Jimmy Kimmel, when the next morning for regular people, uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming <laughs> trailer uh, opened. Did you see that one, brother Peter? Yeah. On the internet, on Jimmy Kimmel. On the, yeah, you can watch it. Yeah, like ninety percent of us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna mute your microphone. Um, so, what did you think of? Uh, <laughs> what did you think of the uh, of the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer? Well, you know, I would be tempted to say it's hard to screw up Spider-Man if they had done it twice in a row. I mean, you, you don't <laughs> reach, bro. You don't, you don't have to do a whole lot to make a decent movie. I thought the Vulture looked cool, and that's yeah. not a great character. So, it's a terrible you know, character. Yeah. I could. I don't need Tony Stark. Was the one thing. It was like I, I just. He's the the way they've sort of glommed onto him, and and they're riding the the Robert Downey train. I could do without that. But I mean, it looks it looks good. I mean, right. It, it, it's such a hard character to screw up. It's amazing they did it uh, twice. <laughs> at least twice. At least two. At least three, three out of the five times they did it. No, no, yeah, we can we can throw Spider Man three into that pile of fire. Oh easily forever too. Yeah, um, yeah, terrible. Forever. Um but yeah, so it's yeah, so it looked yeah, you thought it looked good. Uh, what did you think of the trailer, uh, Sammy? Um, it was uh, very good, I thought. I thought that um what's the actor's name? Um Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Holland. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, Tom Holland. He's um Kind of the hard. first time I thought they uh, they actually nailed both Spider Man and Peter Parker. I didn't think either Peter Parker and the first um, two uh, actors were were very good in that role. I thought I mean, that, Spider-Man that's, that's a good point. I think I think that Tobey Maguire was a good Peter Parker and not a good Spider Man. Okay. Yeah, right. I think Andrew Garfield was a terrible Peter Parker, Peter but Parker. I think it's primarily from writing. Good Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah, but yeah, so. I was just thinking about this after I saw the trailer and I'm driving to work, you know, and I'm, you know, I don't have that long to drive to work, but it's long enough. And I was like, what the hell did they screw? Why was Andrew Garfield like a lightweight freaking stand-up <laughs> comedian as Peter Parker? Like, I mean, right. like he was super emo in certain parts, but then like, you know, he was also very cool. Like, I was like, I'm like, is he like yeah. a mix between like Jughead yeah. and Reggie Mantle? Like he is like he is literally like kind of a cool dude and is able to get yeah. girls but, skateboarding. You know, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I'm still emo and I got wear hoodies. I'm like, what? Who is this dude? Like, this is not yeah, Peter they, Parker. This that is not was Peter so Parker. They, yeah, yeah. They just strayed too far from Fuck the, you, the source material from the yeah. From, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell they were trying to do with that. I mean, Sony they, they screwed that thing up in so many ways. You try to talk to uh, me about responsibility? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's actual dialogue from the movie, yeah. but that's basically yeah, right. how it's <laughs> Director's cut. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, it's no coincidence that um, that Papa Marvel is in here uh, uh, supervising over Sony now, and and now all of a sudden it looks like they actually got the uh, everything going in the right the direction finally. So, yeah, I yeah, mean, so. yeah, yeah. This kid is very good at being Peter Parker. Uh, yes. You know, and his his moments as Spider-Man in Civil War, which I just got for my birthday, and I just watched I've watched it twice already again. Um, mm. Great. It's, um, he's great in it. Like, he, Spider-Man great. is so great in Civil War. It almost yeah, overshadows Black Panther. It's perfect. The character yes, is nailed completely on both sides of the, equa- uh, of the equa- uh, equation from, you know, the yeah. hero and to the nerd geek. And so, Whoa, you know, you the emo- alarm? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it just makes so much sense. And so now, a whole movie of it, you know, I hope that they can get through it. You know, I see the vulture. I kind of cringe a little bit. Um, Mm. But, you know, you also have a decent actor in that role to play it. So maybe he can pull that off. You know, um, know how I don't know that I saw enough Aunt May. That was my problem. <laughs> yeah, we can, that's a, we can have a whole podcast about uh, Marissa Tomei. So, by the way, um, a whole yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, so um, she is not drawn by Paul Smith. No, she is not. Neither in the front nor the back. <laughs> we may need to do a, a podcast of the wrestler just for a couple of scenes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so. Him, like, I, I'm not, I'm, you know, I get weary on teenage love story stuff. You know, uh, they they definitely made the decision to not make Mary Jane black, you know, so Zendaya is playing some character that's not Mary Jane. We don't think Michelle. so. We, it, no, it, not 100%, is, her, we don't think so. Well, her cast name is listed as Michelle in the IMDb. And then, mm, um, that's I even weaker. That's, well, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, to make it up something. I mean, you could have given, you could have been Felicia Hardy, you know, or you know, right. and then they're using this girl as uh, she's uh, what's her name? Because and it's uh, funny too because she was black or Hispanic in uh, the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon. Liz Evans, Liz Allen, mm-hmm. Liz yeah, Allen, that, that girl right. that he's yeah, the girl that he's pining after is Liz Allen. Um, so. You know, that's kind of interesting. And like I said, in Spectacular Spider-Man, she was either black or Hispanic. Really, She definitely wasn't white. So right. now in the movie, she's black. <laughs> kind of an interesting call. Uh, you Reflecting know. on Big Hutch labeling Mary Jane in the top five Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I forgot about that. Yeah. And, there, and there could be. <laughs> <laughs> there could be some thought of like, you know what? As soon as you put her in there, people are going to want us to put them together, and you know, maybe yeah. to keep them away from each other. Maybe that's not a terrible thing. Um, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not hating that either. Um, you know, I find it kind of weird that they're using Miles Morales's best friend Genki as well. Peter's it's not his best name friend, in the, uh, but yeah, but it looks just like him though. It yeah, looks just like him. So yeah. they're using Miles Morales's best friend in this movie, but, like, you know, what are you doing? Like, where's, like, you know, is Miles Morales going to be in here? Are we going to set up two different Spider-Man worlds? I hope hope they don't do that. I kind of hope they don't either. Um, But it it was just kind of weird. But, you know, I I mean, I thought it looked great. You know, I I got burned really hard on the amazing Spider-Man. I think I told this story. I was driving. I was running late with Benjamin. I got a freaking $150 ticket. 
trying to go to that uh-huh. movie. So once I got there, I was like, you suck, nigga. I was paying $150 for popcorn, too. You know, so you know, I thought it was really jaded my whole interpretation of the movie. Yeah, well, but then when I saw it, the whole I was like, no, it wasn't a ticket. No, right. it wasn't a ticket. No, that uh, movie sucked. No, no it sucks. Yeah, like, so, um, it's like so my fan of the story. <laughs> you, might, you might need to retell that. So uh, we just, I, uh, so Phantom Menace came out on a Wednesday, right? And so you know, mm. opening night's a bust, and uh, opening weekend's a bust. So I got tickets on Thursday night. I got two tickets, and uh, I was like, I was calling around. I called my wife, and she wasn't coming home on time. And I was calling around trying to find somebody to go, and I and I couldn't find anybody to go. So I ended up going to the movie by myself. So first of all, I'm that guy at Star Wars <laughs> on Thursday night. And then like then like yeah, twelve right. minutes in I'm like, Oh man, I paid double for this? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, I think we are. Uh yeah. I I'll 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 briefly tell Big Hutch's uh Matrix Two story. Uh, oh no. Uh, oh yeah, no he's hyped all together he had a, a a cake he had a cake made like a blue cake a blue pill and a red <laughs> pill cake made so this, y'all never heard this story he's told it on no. the podcast oh yeah he had blue, never heard blue cake and a red cake made like for the party and uh so whatever he goes to the movie and goes to the movie uh he's like my first my first sign that things could be wrong like that's Roy Jones in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then and this is the this is the Morpheus speech thing. Like once Morpheus gives his speech tonight, we ride. He's like, I knew I was done at that point. I was like, man, that's like twenty minutes into the movie. <laughs> like, yep, I know, right? <laughs> Damn. Oh, Damn. Yeah, whenever the Morpheus that. speech comes, like that is the definite sign that things are taking a slight <laughs> turn. Other words. Uh, so, anywho, but yeah, I just so, yeah. I actually just watched Phantom Menace again today, and so yeah, it's on like, TNT today. There, the, oh no, the, just the racial stereotypes are amazing, and mm-hmm. even oh, like the God. Gungans are obviously black, but then they have the step crew at the end with the drum. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, you, how yeah. is all? Uh, yeah. It's awful. It's, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad, and it's also, uh, yeah, it's bad. Like, let's just leave it at that. But there, I, I think <laughs> there's a passable movie in there. But I've, I've said that hours. to you before. Yeah, we've had. I, I'm willing to before. accept that now. I'm willing to. Yeah. Accept yeah. That now. No, there's a movie yeah. in there. It's just it's at about two hours and ten minutes, not at two forty eight. I I I think right. about an hour thirty. I think ninety minutes yeah. to tell that story <laughs> oh, and move on yeah. to the next one. Yeah, move on to the next one. Uh, but yeah, anyway. But yeah, so that was there, and uh, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Spider Man. I uh, I'm looking forward to it more than I was before because I, you know, again, I want to yeah. believe. Uh, but I, I'm 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 sort of excited about it. And then, like I said, I we'll hold those other. Yeah, we'll hold those other trailers for a different <laughs> podcast. Um, who knows when we get to podcast fifty two Rose Comics? But anyway. All right, so we're going to wrap up this version. I do have to tell you that uh, we did do Paradise City Comic Con yesterday um, in Fort Lauderdale. It was actually more of an anime con, and they never said it, but it was very much so. Like, a lot of the people dressed up were in anime and manga, which I know nothing about. 
um, <laughs> from the regular ones like Pokemon to any of these ones that people are telling me, like, oh, I'm such and such from such and such. I'm like, yeah, whatever, nigga. Word. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, did do the panel for uh, Black Heroes Matter, you know, wasn't mm. heavily attended. I think, you know, rotating in and out probably had about 12 people in. Uh, but, mm. you know, it went okay. Um, I thought it went okay. Um, that's about all I can say from that. Uh, and then, uh, y'all, and if you've been on the Facebook page or whatever, you saw I did get a chance to meet um, Summer Glile, uh, I literally yeah. could die now. I'd be straight. <laughs> I'd be straight. Um, she's freaking whatever. You get to talk to her for a sec? Yeah. Yeah, she smells like cocoa butter and lavender. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's not creepy at all. No, I never and, got, yeah. I never really got the sense that she, like, she's been in a lot of sci-fi stuff. I never got the sense that, like, she was all that into it. Is that, did you get that? sense at all no I, she definitely recognizes and understands her station in life of what she has done and the importance that it means to other people oh right. she completely gets mm-hmm. it yes she cool. understands cool. that completely she was very relatable i mean i went to her uh her q a um and then like i said we did the picture or whatever um before we did the picture because you know where they have the signing booths or whatever you know, she was there, you know, talking to, like, some fans or whatever, and I thought I had, like, that was where I was supposed to be, but it wasn't. It was supposed to be later. And she was like, well, you know, you can say hi. I mean, she was very relatable and, like, talking, chatting people up, like, very much so. On the converse side of that, and run this nigga real quick, uh, Lando. <laughs> Freaking Lando, man. Had, you know, okay, I saw so your post for this. Was yeah, so well, cons, yeah. Go ahead. Was this Billy D. Williams Lando? Or? Yes, this is yeah. Billy D. was there. The real Lando, yeah. Yeah, the real Lando was there. Billy D. was there. So, you know, at cons or whatever, you'd have all the people that are lined up, and if you don't want to go and do like the autograph and pay for the overpriced merchandise, like, and do like the professional photo, photo op, you can do like a selfie. You know, so a lot of them have pictures like autograph for this price, you know, a picture for this price, a selfie with your own camera for this price, and it's usually, you know, you know, mark the difference of the price or whatever for you know, from doing a professional photograph. So, like, his line is, like, long. Like, it's, you know, it's pretty decent. And I'm like, oh, well, I was like, you know what? I don't, I mean, like, Lando is old, y'all. Like, what he's what old. do you think he is? Like, the only black dude in Star Wars or something? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> his line is long. But I was like, well, you know what? Maybe he'll do selfies. So, you know, like, they got one of the gatekeepers there. I was like, hey, how much is a Lando selfie? Like, no, he don't do that. I was like, what? <laughs> really? Like, oh. like, you got to go through. I'm like, well, how much is he charging for, like, autographs and pictures? It was like $70. I was like, what? Whoa. I get an autograph Shit. Colt 45 for $70. Exactly. Like, That's what, what I was about to say. Damn, like, man. Hell no. So he, I was, like, standing there with Brother Franklin. Shout out to Franklin. Uh, uh, Big Frank from uh, for Brothers Comics. And there was a lady in line that was had a really awesome, like, his line had a really awesome, uh, like, Wonder Woman cosplay on. I was like, hey, you know, can I take your picture real quick on my website? And, by the way, that, that's not as creepy a line at cons as you would think it is. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cons is probably very creepy. And so I'm like, she was like, yeah, absolutely. And she starts to do her pose or whatever. And then the gatekeeper's like, oh, uh, could you, could you, uh, I was like, I'm just trying to get her picture or whatever because I don't want her to get out of line because she's going to lose her spot. Like, uh, well, take it this way, you know, because you can't even like have a picture in the background. Oh, Jesus, like, man. Damn. Like, are you, Lando? What? 
Lando got the damn stormtroopers with him. Damn. Oh, man, it was rough. And Lando is damn. old, y'all. He's yeah, he ain't young. He got to be. He got to be a solid eighty something. Um, so is he going to be in episode eight? I mean, he'd be. Well, I ain't gonna say that. I don't want to put that out in the universe. No, I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I put that one out. On the on the bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we don't. We don't the black, only black dude in the universe. Yeah, Lando. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it was so, um, it was a good con. I'd have brought like the Nighthawks DVD or some Cold Forty Five. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, why is everybody here? Why is this line Lando? Who's Lando? What, Who's Lando? Who's that? Were you? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My love, you lady, sing the blues. <laughs> uh, can you sign my copy of Bingo Long's All Traveling All Stars DVD? Um, so, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, it, but yeah, it, as a, overall as a con, it was very well done. It was very spacious. Uh, again, as as far as cons go, it was very well done. Uh, that's all I got to say. That's my short review. The longer one will be on the website or whatever. That's it. All right. So again, this wraps up the Thursday Sunday night comic book chat. Um, oh, comics. Yeah, you can. You'll be able to find this podcast on iTunes. Stitcher, SoundCloud, subscribe, review, leave a mess, uh, leave a message. You can uh, find Sandman at uh, Sandman415 on Facebook and Sandman415 on Twitter if you want to get to him. Uh, Brother B, this is in the ether, uh, along with Big Hunch. They're just they're just, <laughs> just really floating. Yeah, if you really need to get them, get at me, and I will get the message to them at Brothers Comics <laughs> on Twitter, uh, Brothers Hutchinson on Facebook. Yeah, and, uh, and the, those messages are not pouring in, so I don't. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, usually, the messages I get for y'all is, "Is he really white?" <laughs> uh, I'll take that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a fake white dude on the podcast. Yeah, because, yeah exactly. Oh, this square ass brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. white dude accent. Do it. I, I'll, t- I'll put it out there. I'm oh, like, I would. I would love yeah. to have some cucumber mint seltzer. That would be yeah. the white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. So I'm like yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah he definitely is. Uh, so, so white, uh, so white, so white. You have no idea. Uh-huh. Uh, so, but yeah, we um, <laughs> we yeah, that's the note that I usually get about you. Um, and the notes I get about Hutch are always like, man, that dude is different. So the ten percenter himself. Oh, um, so anywho, all right. So yeah, so SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. Um, again, you can find us on Facebook, Stitcher, Instagram. Uh. Yeah, all social media outlets and networks is just search Brothers Hutchinson or, or at Brothers Comics. Uh, so, again, we will wrap this up, and we will be back for Rogue. We love Rogue. Like I said, I love Rogue. We'll be back for Rogue. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a Brothers Comics podcast here coming up soon. I'd like to get one in like for like an end-of-the-year one, then we'll take a break until the start of next year um, and you know, kind of get everybody together for that, talk about uh resolutions and all those types of things and uh brother beavis and i can share some of our horrible new year's eve <laughs> oh, experiences oh, oh i thought i just blocked most of those out i don't know if i can they are trash sadly i got yeah. i got elephant i got elephant recalls of that kind of stuff <laughs> um, and so we'll bring those out of the archives and uh we'll keep it moving towards 2017 and i'm getting itchy about giving people stfus i haven't done it in three weeks and i got a lot mm. of people to tell us yeah, so, uh, yeah yeah I got to get to that. Blando getting one. 
It's a for show. $70 nigga, what? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. Bad. Yeah. 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 So, all right. So I am the producer of this podcast. I'm signing off. Uh, go ahead and sign off, Stan. All right. Sign off, right, my muties. See y'all next week. All right. And Brother Beavis, go ahead and sign off. White uh, Brother Beavis. Original <laughs> Brother Beavis at hashtag really white. Uh, <laughs> duly noted. All right. Y'all take it easy. Uh, y'all take it easy. We'll see you on the other side. Peace. Peace.